For GateWorld.net, this is David Reed, and I'm here with Mr. Ronnie Cox. Hi, David. Ronnie, thank you for being with us on this fine afternoon. My pleasure. Now, you've been preoccupied this uh, this past week. What have you been up to? Oh, I've been... <laughs> well, you know, in my other life, I'm a, I'm a singer-songwriter, and uh, I, do a, I do acoustic music, and uh, um, for lack of a better uh, description... Uh, we call it folk music it's more acoustic oriented uh-huh. but uh, some people have said we're going to have to give up our folk music credentials because uh, I have a muted coronet in my band <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and you don't often hear muted coronet in a, in a folk group But uh, so there's a big folk conference here this weekend okay. and we were chosen as one of the uh, uh, one of the groups to, to have official showcases there and so we've been performing all weekend. Okay. Now this is very important to you. When did you start playing and how did you get hooked? Well, I actually, I was a musician. I was making records when I was in high school. Uh-huh. Most people didn't realize that. And, and so when I was struggling as an actor early on in my career, I was struggling also as a musician. And one of the things that uh, uh, my first film, Deliverance, one of the reasons I got it, was because I was also a guitar player and, and could play. And my second big film was a film called Bound for Glory, uh, the Woody Guthrie story that, that, that Hal Ashby directed. And my first television series was a, a series called Apple's Way, and I used to pick and sing a song on that every week. <laughs> so early in my career, everybody knew that, that you know that I was this... Singer, guitar player from New Mexico, but it's just I've had such success in the in the last few years, fifteen or twenty years of playing guys, primarily in suits and ties, (laughs) corporate executives, senators, vice Uh presidents, uh, you know, presidents of the United States. Dictators of Mars, <laughs> heads of the Beverly Hills Cops, <laughs> so that always guys in suits and ties, and so then people get really amazed and sort of blown away when I, when I show up with my guitar right. and play. But one of the things that's been really gratifying for me about that aspect is, I don't know if you, I guess you are aware that I've I've gone to a number of the Stargate conventions, especially in Europe. Brian Cooney, who's a puts on the Wolf events there, mm-hmm. has always been really fabulous for me. And, and we always go over and and do a concert for the uh, for the Stargate fans. And I have to say this from the get go. Uh, you know, I went there. You know, I play Senator Kinsey, right? right. Vice President Kinsey, uh, the most hated character probably on the show. <laughs> I love playing that character, by the way, uh, and. And first of all, when we went over to, to, to England and Germany and Scotland for these shows, I had every reason to think, you know, that they didn't really understand what folk music was either. And I had every reason to believe that they might just boo us off the stage. And I have to say that the Stargate fans were, were and, I, and I'm, not, I'm not using hyperbole here at all, they were the best fans for the music wow. that I've ever encountered. Wow. They 
they got every nuance of every song they sat on the edge of their seat uh, it's a little embarrassing to talk about it. We had six encores, could still be playing if, if uh, and and uh, it was just we took over a number of, of CDs to sell. We sold out before we ever started playing. I bet. And uh, and so the Stargate fans have just been wonderful, and and they're so supportive. Of, of my music it's been really really gratifying to, to do that last time we talked to you, you you said that I think you said that you had done a couple of those and you were hoping to do more so that has really taken off yeah it has I I, I was I was just as a matter of fact right now I was supposed to be in, in New Zealand and Australia doing but they had some financial problems down there and, and, and so that sort of fell through so we're going to do that next year but I'm going I'm going back to England in uh, early next year. I've done one in Tulsa, and so I've done oh five or six or seven of these now. And wow! Actually, Bob Picardo was the was the first guy who sort of turned <laughs> me on to this. You know, he's a wonderful singer. Yes, too. he is. And and Bob had had seen, you know, had heard my CDs and seen myself, and he said, Ronnie, you know, you need to go and and do this kind of stuff. But uh, yeah, the music is a is a really really big important part of my life now. I, I I'm pretty I've been lucky. I've I've had a wonderful career, and uh, the the one show that I'll make time to 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 go and do are the Stargate shows because they. I know this self sounds self-aggrandizing, but. Uh, they always treat me practically like royalty when I go up there. I mean, they, they just—I can't say how how enamored I am of, of that whole of all the producers and writers and and of course all the other actors uh, there. That they've they've just for the last eight ten years that I've been going up and doing the shows, I've have never been treated better ever. Mm-hmm. Good. Let take us back to that that first show that you were part of, Politics. Yeah. Albeit a clip show, but a good one. Yeah. Um, how did you get roped into Stargate? Well, they had just sort of... Because I don't... As you know, I don't do an awful lot of, of episodic television. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, My career has been primarily in films, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and films for TV, as opposed to episodic stuff. I've done a couple of series things, but almost no guest starring mm-hmm. on series, other than the couple of episodes I did on Star Trek but mm-hmm. but uh, so when they called me up I, I was fascinated by this character uh, and and I have to say this uh, originally when I did Kinsey it was just going to be one character it was just it was a clip show sort of recap that first season and we were never going to see him again but first of all we had such fun doing it mm-hmm. and the and the writers and the producers loved what I did and they said Roddy would like you to come back more, and I have to say this. Now, this they've basically they've said, where do you want the character to go? Really? Yeah, and 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 I have to say that about half of the script. Now, sometimes they, I mean, I'm not saying that I make up where he's going to right, go. Right, right. I mean, they're certainly in charge of this, but 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 they do call me up and say, or they say, well, what would you like to do? And I said, well, what about if we did this or this or this? 
And so about half the storylines have been from discussions with me and the producers and the writers of saying where we'd like to see this guy go. And uh, as we all know, uh, playing the bad guys is about mm -hmm. twice as much fun of course. as playing the good guys. Of course. They're always more interesting. And, uh, and, and my relationship with, uh, with Rick has always just been wonderful. I mean, we have this really good working relationship, and, and we, we both like and, and, and respect each other, and, and uh, it's been a real joy going up and, and working. I, I mean, I love all the actors up there, but, but most of my scenes have been with Rick, okay. and, and, and we've just always worked that out really well. Did you know Rick before starting? Didn't really. I mean, you know, we'd sort of cross paths a couple of times. Uh -huh. You know, we'd run into each other at sort of functions occasionally, uh -huh. but didn't really know each other. And and so it, when we did politics that first time, there was a little bit of feeling out there. And as you know, Rick is one of the guys that... Uh, one of the most endearing qualities about him is, is that he sort of acts off the top of his head. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I mean, always well-founded, I mean, well-grounded, I should say. Uh, you know, he really knows what that character is doing, but, 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 but he let, he's, he's willing to let that sort of, his natural wit come out, sort of bubble there. <laughs> and I, I think that really helps the situation. So, uh, and I love working that way, too, because uh, I know this sounds like a cliche, but, but the real joy of acting is reacting. Right. It's, it's, it's being there. And so when you have someone like Rick who, who gives you so much, then uh, all you have to do really to win is to be present. <laughs> Well, you really don't know what he's going to do next because he has that freedom to do something that's completely off the wall and have it stick. Yeah, and 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 for you know, I've been around for a while and I'm pretty good at improvisational kind of things. I think that's one of the reasons why they like us working together because I, I'm I'm pretty good at at, uh, at at sticking to where we need to go, but at the same time, because uh, oftentimes, see, with with someone like Rick. You need someone that's going to make sure that that, that that the plot points get through. Although, mm -hmm. although I'm not implying that he wouldn't at all. He always makes sure that that the plot points are there. Right. Did a clip show as your original appearance seem bland or ridiculous when you first looked at this? No, exactly. You know, if you go back and look at that, it's a clip show for for me personally. That was a huge show because because Kinsey sort of had to cover had to carry that sort of whole show i mean kinsey it, all the other things were just the clips if you go back and look at that that's that's a show that that uh 90 percent of the dialogue and 90 cents of the uh, 90 percent of the words going on there are all kinsey i mean so so in, in some ways it was sort of a a chance for a, an episodic mm. uh, show could almost be kind of a little tour de force mm -hmm. there kind of thing. So it was a, a very and very challenging mm -hmm. because when I went up to see it, I didn't I didn't know a lot of those shows, mm. so I had to do a lot of uh, research. I had mm -hmm. to you know I had to go back and look at a lot of episodes mm -hmm. to, so that I knew a little bit about a, what I was talking about. Mm -hmm. And so it, in some ways, it kind of gave me a crash cor crash course on on what the 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 series was about and and getting to know those characters because I didn't you know 
I was not that aware of the show, to tell right. you the truth. Well, not everyone gets to shut down the SGC. <laughs> <laughs> and it should be shut down. They're <laughs> wasting our money. I mean, good lord. I mean, this, so this is what the uh, money goes through, the drain. Uh, yeah, that's right. Very good. Very good show. Are there any qualities about Kenzie that you like or wish you had? No. Really? I, no. I, absolutely not. I mean, I, I, the, the great thing about the kind of work I love to do is, I, I mean, like I told you, I love playing the bad guys. Mm -hmm. Well, mm -hmm. I like to think of myself as being a good guy, and I spend mm -hmm. the great portion of my life trying to be a good person. Mm -hmm. The fun is getting to play someone completely outside you're not. of me. Right. And and I I don't I don't draw from anything of myself on Kinsey. Kinsey, uh, uh, there's some two or three people in the in the world that I based him on, uh, <laughs> and and uh, well I based him on two people. One's a real real person. I probably can get in trouble for saying this, but but I was always fascinated by S Senator Orrin Hatch from Utah. That sort of uh, right-wing uh, uh, conservative uh, senator, and, and and but 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 you know he's a, he's a sort of pretty much of a straight arrow, and Kinsey needed to be a little mm -hmm. more off the wall than that. Mm -hmm. So I sort of combined aspects of Senator Orrin Hatch with. Uh, Sterling Hayden's really uh, character in Doctor Strangelove. Um, uh, <laughs> I okay. Well, of, there we go, ladies and gentlemen. That's where Kenzie came from. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I. I mean, who else? What other character in a, in a modern film has has added something to our American lexicon? I mean. If you notice anyone, if anyone talks about body fluids these days, they say bodily fluids because he said precious bodily fluids. It's absolutely nonsense. But everybody says that now right. because because Sterling Hayden as Jack the Ripper <laughs> said, I, I loved his character. I loved that film, and so yeah, well, like that's. I'm shutting that down, too. <laughs> I bet he could do it. <laughs> uh, um, are you going to be in any episodes in season nine? You know, I never know. They, 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 now that Rick's not on it yeah. much, you know, uh, and since, since they brought in uh, uh, other guys, I, if they call me, I'll do it, but, but I... Uh, it, it seems seems like maybe not. I don't okay. know. Shooting is already wrapped. Yeah, for this so, season. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So I'm not on. I'm not on uh, any of this season. No. All right. Well, that's disappointing. Yeah. Yeah. That. How do you feel returning without Rick? Going. Well, that'll there? be a, that'll be a challenge. I don't. I don't know if I will. You know, uh, if, if I don't know where they can go with Kinsey because they're sort of gone in a different direction now. You know, and. Uh, I, that would be an interesting process now. I, mm. I, I just don't know how it's going to work. Mm -hmm. He's been made a go old. I mean, that. Did you see that coming? I asked for that. You asked for that. I did. Really? I did indeed. That's one of the places where they went, where, where they where they said, uh, "What uh, what would you like to do?" 
I said, let's put him on the other side. You really don't think that that damaged his uniqueness as a villain? No, because by the by the end of that episode, as you real if you realize he had become completely unenamored with the gold and was 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 turning on that so so I think we've got a ch an opportunity if had had Rick stayed and, and and who knows what they want to do now if they stay with those stories there's there there's any number of directions that Kenzie can go now because because in, in some ways he's been through the fire yeah, but it's not. But it's not really Kenzie. It's the ghoul that's taken him over. No, 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 no. I mean, he. he you're not under the ghoul for for good and all. I mean, right. this, this is a sci-fi show. Right. You're right. Right. He could. He could change the gold personality, well, perhaps. I mean, as rotten as he well, is. Well, you noticed that by the by the end of that episode, he was no longer. By the end of that episode, he was no longer following the gold. Uh, Plot lines. He was he was going a different direction. He was doing his own thing. And so he, so we finally found somebody that maybe had a will to stand up to the gold. Hmm. Think about that. That'd Think about that. That you've got a character that, that that's out there that was able to deal with those guys. So you've had no discussions with the writers, directors. No, I haven't. Uh, that's another thing with this whole music thing. I've been so involved mm -hmm. with this music thing now. I've got a brand new CD that's that we just finished and it's going to come out in December December 1st we hope to have it out and I'm I, you know I'm probably going to do 120 125 dates holy cow just playing music wow yeah well, so, good for you yeah so I'm 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 doing a lot of music dates now my poor agents my, <laughs> my, my poor acting agents are, are slitting their wrists uh I'm lucky I've had a wonderful career and I get asked to do a lot of stuff mm. but but I'm also lucky I've I've uh, I, 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 I'm not rich or anything like that but I've made enough money that I can sort of do what I want to do do what you want to do and and so I'm pretty selective about what I want to do and and the funny thing is I, I mean if I make this much money as an actor I make this much money <laughs> right as a musician but I but I really do love going in that's and, what and that's the point of it yeah yeah well fortunately Stargate is on the top of your list as well I mean alongside the music it is I, I mean the the one show that but see that's the other thing that, that that shows how wonderful the Stargate people were because all the time I was doing the music stuff like that and I had some music dates that that conflicted with some dates they wanted to work and to show you how wonderful they have been to me, they changed their schedule. Now, how often have you heard a television show change their schedule to accommodate uh, an actor? That's uh, and, and, and they've done it three, four, five times. I mean, so you can, you can see why I'm so fond of those people. As a, as a production entity, I, I've, in my... 30-some years in the business, I have never worked with anyone mm. that I thought treated people with such dignity mm. and, and made every effort to, to, to be in this business the way we, mm -hmm. we all wish it were. Right. Your character has had a lot of great interaction with O'Neill, yeah. as you said. But which other characters besides RDA and Jack have you found especially challenging or rewarding to work with? Well, it, you know, it's always interesting to work with... with, with uh, uh, 
with Jackson, of course, and 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 with with a. Amanda, uh, you know, I, I have a great working relationship with all of them. I, I love the episode when they brought in Bill Devane as uh-huh. the president, and, and of course Jimmy McDaniel's was on that show uh-huh. as well, and Bob Picardo was in uh-huh. that show. Inauguration, as well. yeah, and uh, Don. I mean, I, everybody that's been on there has just been. It's just that the bulk of my work has always been with Rick because uh-huh. they somehow always sort of. It's you know when you when you want someone butting heads you want I don't mean to sound too self-aggrandizing but you want the heavyweights mm-hmm. sort of going yeah. at each other so so it, 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 since Rick was that sort of that that force then then if to, to you had to have someone of sort of equal or greater force otherwise he was a straw man in a way. Mm-hmm. and same with me I mean. He wasn't going to deal with underlings. He was going to deal with that that first. Right. That that scene in Chain Reaction, you, Rick, and Tom McBeth, Mayborn. Exactly. Some of the three strongest heads in the show. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That was a great great show. You've been in several great episodes over the years. I mean, Lost City and Chain Reaction. Which do you highlight as your favorite? Well, you know... That's like picking a favorite child. (laughs) Yet every... Every show and every episode has a sort of unique, particular problem mm-hmm. uh, to deal with. And, and, and once you sort of immerse yourself into that, I mean, in many ways, I mean, obviously politics meant a lot to me because that was the first one. Mm-hmm. And it sort, of, it sort of allowed me to sort of set the limits of what, of what I thought we could do. One of the things that I'm sort of proudest of about politics, because that, you know, politics is, what, eight, nine years ago now? First season. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you realize it or not, but but when I went on there, one of the first things I insisted on (laughs) was that that Kinsey always wore his little American flag in the... Patriotic. in In the lapel of his coat. When I did that, nobody was doing it. Really? Nobody was doing it. Because this was way before 9-11. Right. Uh, it, you know, and it was way before anyone. And so, and, and it's, it, it's amazing to look around and see. Because now, every politician, I mean, that's part of their uniform, mm-hmm. is that they have to wear that flag in their lapel. Did you insist on that? I did. Okay. I did. Was As a matter of fact, when I first said this is what I wanted to do, they, they, I, and and here again, they 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 let me do it. But they but they were they saying, Ronnie's a little eccentric. We'll let him do. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see if it works. Yeah. I mean, they were willing to do it, but I mean, it was not a thing that that was important to them at all. Right. I, all I'm saying is, it was a, a thing that was only important to me. Mm-hmm. But but I just. That was part of that Orrin Hatch, uh, uh, Sterling Hayden character from Strange Love. That mm-hmm. that was just a quirk of his that I that I felt really important mm-hmm. about. Chain reaction. We got to see a little bit of Senator Kinsey's personal life. We got to meet his wife. Found out the number of grandchildren <laughs> and, and so on and so forth. Was there anything that was rewarding about going into his house and seeing? that atmosphere in terms of your direction as learning about the character? No, as a matter of fact, I felt it was intrusive. Really? I did. Uh, As the character did. Exactly. Uh, uh, 
to me it was a, it was it was another problem he had to deal with but 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 in terms of because see I think typical of a, a lot of those guys is they keep their life sort of compartmentalized in a way a, a, exactly and and so for that to intrude into this was just uh, and 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 to tell you the truth, dealing with his home life as an actor didn't help me at all because there was no interaction with those people, mm -hmm. really. Mm -hmm. and, and so it, it was all it was was it, it probably meant more to, to, to people outside of saying, oh, well, this gives us a little glimpse into Kinsey, but I didn't feel it gave me an, an ounce of really? more uh, uh, knowledge about Kinsey. I found his wife was just as much a shark as he was. <laughs> like she pretended to be, and maybe she was a little ditzy here and there, but she was vicious in yeah. terms of calling, calling me an ID. Yes. Okay, my husband's in trouble. <laughs> Let's make the call. Yeah, yeah it, it's... Uh, I, I don't know. That just seemed, it just seemed that, that, that that was the sort of the the most pat writing mm. that we had about the character. So you didn't like that episode? Oh, I loved the episode. I mean, the episode I loved. Uh, just the, 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 the direction. The, 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 no, there wasn't even that. Look. Just 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 the aspect of dealing with his home life mm. was, not, mm -hmm. was not as important to me as, mm -hmm. as dealing with all the other stuff. Because mm -hmm. that's when we really got into him being all tied up in the NID yeah. and all of that stuff, which... Which was uh, here again required me to go and do a lot more stuff. So, so I spent more of my time worrying about mm -hmm. that than I did about home life. Really, I found it interesting with that episode showing his personal life and and the wealth that he had. Obviously, he was a U.S. senator running for office soon, but that he's always been so holier than thou and has this whole shield, this aura about him. But really, when you get down and when you take a look at his computer and what he's really been up to. It's a completely different face, and the guy is nowhere near what people would think him as. And he's just been ready to kill RDA and, and Tom Macbeth. And he goes out on the front porch and talks about his love for America. Exactly. You know, don't, have you found that polar... No, I found it to be sort of what I think most politicians are like. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, I mean, I, th I think it was a great opportunity. For, I mean, that's one of the reasons why I embraced playing that guy. Mm. Uh, most of us, I think, are a little, are a little dismayed at, at politics mm -hmm. uh, uh, these days. Mm -hmm. and, and, uh, and, and it was, it was a, it's an opportunity to... To sort of hold a mirror up a little bit, if you will, mm -hmm. and say, let's let's look at let's look at who we're voting for these mm -hmm. days. Right. If you never return to Stargate, are you satisfied with your footprints on the show, or do you feel that there are still more places to explore? Oh, I, I, I no, I'm 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 perfectly at home with with what we've done with Kenzie. Uh, and if he's gone as far as he's going to go on Stargate, that would be great. Uh, if they wanted to take him over to Atlantis, I'd go over there. <laughs> hey, well, he'd win a few rounds with Dr. Weir. That may be interesting. Yeah, yeah. Have you watched Atlantis at all? Uh, I, I'm not as big a fan of Atlantis. I mean, really? Yeah, i got to tell you the truth. I'm not much of a television fan. I'm, I, I, don't, I don't watch a lot of television. I love act. To me, watching television is like a postman taking a walk. <laughs> <laughs>
That's a very good analogy. <laughs> Ronnie, thank you very much, uh, sir. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> My pleasure. It's called Let Not Your Heart Be Troubled. Children, let not your hearts be troubled. By things you can't do nothing about. If his eye is on the sparrow, then he sure won't let you down. I remember Sunday morning sitting on Grandpa's knee, the congregation singing, the rock of ages left for me. Oh, the preacher spoke of heaven, he warned about the fires of hell. He taught the love of Jesus and drawing light from the living well. Children, let not your hearts be troubled. Of things you can't do nothing about. If his eye is on the sparrow, then he sure won't let you down. We were gathered by the Harpeth River. It was close enough to Jordan for me. When I came up from that water, oh, my sins had been set free. Now I stand upon that promise. I'm safe in the Master's hand. And I don't have to worry. Gonna see the promised land. Children, let not your hearts be troubled. By things you can't do nothing about. If his eye is on the sparrow, then he sure won't let you down. Singing glory, hallelujah. Sing it right out loud If his eye is on the sparrow Then he sure won't let you down No, he sure won't let you down Children, let not your hearts be troubled I think you can't do nothing about If his eye is on the sparrow Then he sure won't let you down No, he sure won't let you down No, he sure won't let you down Thank you. Said you're worried about my health. I ain't no bean sprout man myself. 
love red meat and I hate the job. Love me, love my dog. Everybody sing. Love me, love my dog. 